Welcome to another episode of Better Why Podcast, your modern day Thea's kitchen table with a bit of cheesemate and less yelling on most days. What's going on, everyone? This is Brenda, aka Babs. What's up, y'all? It's CEO. What up, what up? Yes, another week. What's been going on, actually? So, I can't remember if I've mentioned this, but my grandmother wasn't going to have AIDS, right? That's oh, yeah. That, mm-hmm. You did tell me about that. So, that's official. Like, she doesn't have AIDS, so she hasn't had AIDS since last week. And she's actually here in Connecticut with me. I remember that. I know you were really excited about that. And it just makes so much more sense if you're taking care of her, for her to be there with you, especially because you have the space for it, right? So... Yeah, and I mean, I'm happy that she's here, and I know that she's happy that she's here. It's a different environment for her, even though I know she misses her dogs. Uh, And ultimately, I mean, I feel like I have a greater appreciation for people who have been working from home and have been caretakers, Mm. because here I am doing exactly that, you know, quarantining, quote unquote, you know, here for COVID, you know, during a pandemic, working from home and caring for someone that genuinely Mm. needs you to care for them. Like it is not negotiable. And so it's, it's not something that, um, I would say is necessarily really difficult because, you know, it's a labor of love and I'm happy to, to be sharing this time with her. But I do think that at some point, like I have a lot, I, I, I think I have a lot more empathy now for the idea of how people can feel overwhelmed. Yeah. It's very easy yeah. to feel overwhelmed being a caretaker and having to still manage your own life, working and doing other things that are essentially still necessity, right? Yeah. And balancing everyday life. And people who do that sometimes alone is mm. even like... It's just, you know, so I, I feel like I've been able to kind of um, feel what it truly means to be a caretaker. And luckily, you know, I have support here. So that's been great. Um, but other than that, that hasn't, that's really been the only thing new. I mean, I have my final coming up hey, for class that I'm taking. You got so. this. Yeah, I think I'm going to reschedule. <laughs> oh, you have that flexibility? That's good. They charge you, but I'm not ready. And there's so much happening. And like I said, I underestimated like juggling everything. So the way that time just kind of happened for me, I guess this week is there's a lot of things happening, right? So between really solidifying the itinerary for a trip that's coming up that needs to, like this is a planned event that we're Mm -hmm. hosting that needs to be finalized between coordinating that, between being a caretaker, between recording the podcast, between (laughs) working and transitioning to a new job. I'm like, um, I think my brain is just not in school right at this second. And I feel like that's kind of fair. but I'm gonna reschedule but, um, but honestly I think that like sometimes we put so much pressure on ourselves to like absolutely meet a certain like timeline when it comes to to goals and I think that it's great to be able to be a little bit more flexible with yourself and recognize that you know what 
I can give myself a little more time and I can take this test in a couple of months. Yeah, I don't know how, like, I don't know if it's going to be that late in the game, but at least if I can have, I feel like even next week, like if I delayed it next week, just by a few days, like I could get, you know, I can do some hardcore studying because after today, like pretty much I'm laying low, like, you know, I don't have much else of anything going on. Okay. So that'll be good, but we'll see what happens. What's up with you? Girl, it's actually funny that you're mentioning like juggling a lot of different things because I was literally thinking about like, uh, you know how sometimes you you feel like you're able to balance everything and then every once in a while you get a day when all of these, uh, all of your uh, commitments want something from you or need yes. something from you. Yes. Today was one of those days, girl. So that's why when you were like, uh, when you asked me about the outline, I was like, you know what? I looked at it and it looks great. I trust you. <laughs> because I was being, a lot was being asked of me today. So obviously work, right? And then I'm, I'm, I'm helping to, uh, to ex execute the planning of the 10th Ray of Hope Walk. I'm, you know, doing everything for uh, my chapter. You know, I'm president. I'm also on the ACAMS board and they're planning an event for the fall. And then I'm also helping my mom get her, get like uh, her, her business, like her business plan solidified. Mm -hmm. I just mm -hmm. feel like I was getting requests for all of those things today. So it was just a little bit overwhelming. Yeah. Um, I think. I think once I kind of like checked things off my list and I really sat down and thought about it, I'm like, okay, I'm good. It was just a moment of, or a day of just, you know, every every uh, part of my life needing something from me. But, um, but uh, it was, I think that after everything was kind of like uh, taken care of, I guess, in a way, right? Okay. I, I, I just felt a lot more organized and I was like, all right, I got this, everything's cool. And I actually wanted to share something with you. Okay. So you know how we always talk about how like some of these we don't we we started this podcast because we the conversations that we're having on the podcast were conversations we were having offline regardless. Like you and me would just talk about these things just on a regular as day, right? Yeah. And um, but that now that we're 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 publicizing these conversations that we don't know the impact that they might have on the people that are listening to it. And some of those people might even be people that are close to us. So do you remember our episode where we talked about like radical self-love and like body image? Mm -hmm. So my mother actually called me yesterday and she had listened to the episode and she said that she apologized because she apologized because she said she didn't know what an impact like this type of, I guess, culture atmosphere, even though her intentions were good, like uh, how that had impacted me and potentially like my, um, you know, my siblings as well. So that was like, was oh like, my God. Yeah, it was just like, wow, like it was great. It was great. It was beautiful. You know what's funny? Remember how I mentioned in the episode that I did tell her to please not say certain things to me anymore, and she did. She stopped, but I guess for her, she didn't. She, I had never actually told her like, "Oh, you know, this is harmful, or it, it hurts me, or or it does this to me." I never actually expressed the emotion behind it. I literally just said, "Hey, please mm -hmm. don't mention it to me anymore." So I think that her hearing mm -hmm. that was just kind of like, 
wow, you know, I didn't know that what I was saying or what I was doing was affecting her in that way. So it was just really beautiful to just have like a really honest and vulnerable conversation. I love that. Yeah, I love that. Well, thank you, mom, for supporting us. My mom is one of our, 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 uh, what is it? Our, I don't even, I'm not going to say the number, but the, the continuous people that listen to your episodes, that have listened to every single episode since we started. That's my mama. Mm-hmm. We got a little cohort of y'all. We appreciate you. Okay. We don't know who you are. Some of you, some of you we know, but others we don't. But thank you for being here. You know we what's funny? You. I was like, she what? even listens to the, the raunchy episodes, but she never brings up none of that stuff. She, I, I feel like she's just be trying no. to pretend like she ain't hear it. <laughs> like I ain't listened to that episode, you know? <laughs> yeah, like I listened to every single one. I just so happened to skip over the one where y'all talk about sex. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Oh, yeah, anyway. Yeah. That's actually another mom, another mom supporting us. You know who that mom is? Who is that mom? Nani's mom. Oh, she, oh yeah, she do be listening to all of our episodes. Shout out to Nani's mom. Aixa, loyal. I love her. She's yeah. great. Shout out to you. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's pretty much been it, girl. And like I, I think I mentioned, like uh, therapy's been going a lot better. I feel like I've gotten more comfortable at, in terms of like. Uh, actually utilizing it for my benefit instead of it being like awkward right so yeah I think everybody should have a therapist everybody should have access to a therapist but you know inequality in the healthcare system the fuck it's adding the damn truth yeah. it should be accessible to everybody and it isn't facts all right, guys. So the no me digas this week, you know, shit in the news. I uh, figured since we are better why today is, is talking about um, plants and uh, <laughs> nature, essentially, right? Uh, I figured we shed some light on Mother Nature and how she's wreaking havoc again. Uh, I'm not sure if you you guys aren't aware, but there's been nine new large wildfires reported as of yesterday. Yesterday is the 17th, Tuesday. And I don't know if you guys are really informed about wildfires, but essentially they can be beneficial for for the ecosystem, but they could also be very detrimental. And mostly they affect surrounding communities, the ecosystem, and ultimately can affect the economy. Mm-hmm. So the idea is that wildfires are, well, there's different types, different ways that wildfires can begin, right? So you have the human way so started by humans or natural causes so lightning causes wildfires and essentially depending where you are within the uh, within the world or where you're located depends on uh essentially the percentage of fires that occur or start as a result of humans or natural causes so i was well i actually heard that this was this was happening because because someone told me, someone shared it with me, and I was like, oh shit, like, you know, our our world is burning, global, global warming, climate change, and I'm like, oh my god, but 
in doing research, I realized that this is very, wildfires are very common. Um, but the, the, the key thing about it is uh, that we, the people, human race, we, we um, expedite or um, I'm looking for the word, we, um, we advance essentially um, wildfires or increase the, the, the probability of wildfires uh, happening because of shit like uh, cutting down forests and livestock, fossil fuels. So we are con a contributing factor no matter really the, the, the situation because ideally right on a, on a larger picture we are still every day farming livestock cutting down forests uh you know burning tree and burning trees burning fossil fuels yeah so i just feel like we need to talk about this because i don't feel like we're talking about it enough mm -hmm. and so for me i was kind of taken back because i'm like oh wow like wildfires happen frequently and they can actually be good for the environment so i there's this um i was also reading and i don't have too much information of course because i read it yesterday and um it was essentially talking about how there's fires that are set intentionally in small areas to kind of burn what's um on the pasture and it resets the farm Mm. which is a fun fact i mean i didn't know that yeah because when you think of wildfires you don't think that they're like done for a positive reason right usually it's like oh shit that's that's scary and it's detrimental to everything in its surrounding including people animals and obviously other other plant life yeah and that's exactly the thought that i had but when you visit the there's a uh a fire website that talks about how many fires or total fires there have been throughout the years and even though i mean even though it does vary over time and some years there's more fires than others but throughout time it has decreased but the point of of us of, of really kind of talking about this is one to to kind of remind people that wildfires are a thing even though mm. they don't exist for us here in new england yep, yep. and that we are contributing to that no matter how it's decreasing yep. and so really you know maybe kind of thinking about how you as a person or we as people contribute to that on an individual level right i think it's always tough because i know that me my myself even me and kiyoshi like we are like very intentional in terms of like recycling because that's what we've been taught is is the most important or the the more most direct way that we can you know contribute to to making a better a better uh, more greener community um, for us and also for the future communities right but I had a conversation with someone that uh, really kind of shifted my thinking so it made me think about where we where the change would need to happen for there to really be a significant impact right and i really think that it needs to happen in in policy really because policies is going to determine uh, the shift of of um, 
of money allocated in order to actually make the changes to a lot of the uh, buildings, to the vehicles, um, to the 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 companies that really are the ones that contribute in a more a much larger sense to you know the the detrimental things that are happening to the environment so i feel like it's something that i still need to learn about right i feel like my knowledge is very basic but that was definitely something that kind of sparked a thought process in me that really the the in order to to make significant change, we need to push for policies to be changed, for monies to be reallocated, and for large companies and corporations to be held accountable for the way that they contribute to, um, you know, the wildfires, to the pollution, to anything else that's being detrimental to to Mother Earth. Because once that happens, then the consumers and also the individuals will will follow but I think that the 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 larger companies or and and also um, the larger companies to be held accountable and policies need to change and money's reallocated in order to be able to make these programs possible um, to actually make some sort of significant change. It's great for it to be in policy because that will kind of be the domino effect for true lasting change mm -hmm. but i think that on an individual level we still have the ability to kind of spread awareness and of really course. like create a, a discipline for ourselves to say like we even though this is what's being done we can operate in a different way i think that there's a variety of ways that that we can you know all contribute and i do believe that policy will really enforce the influence that I think a lot of people do need in order to to feel like they need to change and kind of like put them in a corner but um it's it's important for us to <clears throat> to kind of re just remind ourselves of some of the things that we're not ex exposed to that they're really still happening right because you know just because we're not there or you know it's not yeah. our reality it's not is in a way it's it's easy to kind of pack it away because it's not affecting us directly really mm -hmm. exactly <laughs> uh better why this week is better why not talk cannabis so for some of y'all who know we are cannabis fans here we are pro cannabis are. uh just four months ago i can't believe we're already in august by the way just four months ago, we were celebrating 420, Cannabis's national holiday. And today we're celebrating another victory of cannabis legislation. And that is in our state of Connecticut. Whoop, whoop. Yeah. Yo, for my CT friends, it will be expensive, but at least it's going to be more accessible for people. Yes, um, and then oh, and um, in, in addition to accessibility, uh, you are you cannot you're less likely to be criminalized because you use marijuana. So that's definitely a plus two. Yes, plus two, plus five actually. I feel plus like. five. Wait, that that went over my head. I don't get it. Meaning just more than plus two. Oh, okay. <laughs> And y'all are probably hearing some extra voices, and that's actually because today we're sharing space with two good friends, 
uh, Yosh and Brenda, not Brenda me, Brenda too. Hey guys. <laughs> yes, they have the same name. So we invited them today because they, like us, really, really enjoy weed. So grab your J's and enjoy the convo. Yes, welcome, guys. Welcome. Thanks for Thank you. Thank you for having me. And, so and actually, I'm sorry to interrupt, Seal, but if, if you don't mind, because today um, we have this topic, I decided to, you know, bring something to the party so we can maybe have like a virtual scythe, if that's hey, cool. Okay. okay. So if, if that's cool with y'all, can I'm we- ready. Yeah, of course. Work. It's a weed episode. Yeah, you know, I, I wanted to, you know, because also consent is important. Even though we are talking about weed, consent is important. <laughs> definitely, <laughs> consent is definitely important. The consent is required, baby. Right. You already know. Exactly. Consent. Like, to get your lighters, everybody. <laughs> hey. Get your lighters. I'll pretend. <laughs> so, <laughs> essentially, we're here today to talk off not all things cannabis, but some things cannabis. Um, and let's start off a little light. What is everybody's favorite method of consumption? So that could be for our listeners. I mean, there's so many ways for consumption, right? We got our edibles. We got our smoking. So we're rolling it up. We got dabs which are like the wax, uh, which can also, it's concentrate really, but wax, dab, and crumble. We have um, vaporizing, right? So you could vape it. What else? I'm missing other, others, I feel like. A bong. A bong. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bowl, which is Bowl. essentially the same thing. Bowl. Or versus gravity bong, too, which is way more complex. Or the volcano. There's so many ways you can. Oh my god! A vaporizer, which we'll we'll save that for later. That'll come up later on in this conversation. Trust me. Can't wait. Is that the the vaporizer though? Is considered the volcano, right? Is it where you get like this long? It looks like a balloon, and the smoke inflates it, and then you take it and inhale it from there, and it's like. Yeah, you can use what when I used it was they use like where you cook the geese. It's like this plastic bag. They cook the geese in and like you just blow it up. Like I guess you put like a timer and it blows it up and you just then you have like a what can you say? Like a mouthpiece and you just suck it in basically. I saw that in San Francisco. I've never ever experienced that, but I saw it in San Fran. That shit was long as fuck. Like literally the the plastic was like i'm not even no exaggeration it was probably like five six feet long yeah there's different types of bags like how much you wear like mm -hmm. if you're gonna have a big party of course the bag has to be bigger because you're gonna pass it around i mean if you're want to pass it around or whatever they'll they're all types of size of bags but i know one day he told me the bag was you cook a geese in there or a duck <laughs> or whatever i was like wait a minute what but i guess the the type of bag i guess like I don't know. He was just explaining all these different things. And I was like, whatever, there's just, let me just try it. And I was like, oh, okay, this is definitely different. Definitely different high for sure. Did it feel like, did you feel it in your lungs? Did it hurt your chest? 
actually it didn't hurt my chest it was definitely like a vaporizer type of thing it was very mm -hmm. for me when I do a vaporizer it's more of a body and it's very light mm -hmm. like I'm not really like zooted I can, I'm actually still here and I can have mm -hmm. a conversation I'm not like dozing off and like in another world okay. so it definitely is like a body for me it was a body high okay so what's your favorite what are what are y'all favorite methods like well if you have to choose like top two what are your two favorite ways to imbibe with uh uh we some ganja ganja mary jane yeah. stuff. i have grown so much since i started smoking <laughs> i went from blunts to joints to wraps to like different things but i think mine would be definitely the joint for number one and then if i really had to i would go with the bong mm. Those would be my top two, for sure. I think for me, um, I currently have a blunt in my hand. Um, for me, it's it's a little therapeutic because when uh, when I lived in Brooklyn before I moved in with good old Babs, uh, what I what would happen is after like after practice or after especially after like a workout after like work. There were not there would be nothing I would enjoy more but like to sit down and like put something on the TV and then roll up because it's I mean Babs has seen it plenty of times. It's a it's a process for me. It's not like I'm not like rolling up in like five minutes. It takes more like ten because I'm I'm chilling out. I'm unwinding. So that would be the first one. I think the second one would be would be a vape. When I had a vape, I would sometimes take with me to to. By the way, I'm also I also play rugby. When I mentioned going to games, that's what I mean. Um, and it's portable. I can just hit that and you know keep it moving. You really don't smell it that often, and it's just like a nice way to like unwind, like right at, like immediately right after a workout, and you don't have to smell on you. You know what I'm saying? And I guess like a a very close third would be would be edibles. I mean, I haven't had one. Well, there's actually another story about that too that we might bring up, but um, I, I do enjoy like a good a good edible, just like the whole full body high, how it like it if how it tingles, how it like creeps up on you and you don't even really know it. So <laughs> not the tingle. <laughs> the tingling. I know what you, I know what Yosh is talking about. I feel him. Edibles are different. It, you have to get the right dosage though. Because mm -hmm. I feel like once you genuinely have a high tolerance, it's hard to kind of to mess with edibles. They almost end up just being a waste of money because what you go to the dispensary and the, their medical limit, I think, is about 100 milligrams a portion of a, whatever candy it is. So whether it's a chocolate bar or gummies, so you're not getting anything more than 100, right? But I feel like over time, as you consume, your body becomes, you know, it adapts to what you're consuming. And so you need a higher amount. It's just too much trial and error for me at, the, at this point. But I have had some really enjoyable sensations on edibles. So, so what has been like, your top enjoyable sensation with weed? It's just like what consumption method? What consumption of, I think the it was it was only one time that I had these edibles that had me feeling there were these cookies, there were these Dutch chocolate cookies. 
and I, all I remember was I was feeling it. None of my friends were, and I don't know why, because I think I just had more than them and I didn't expect to feel much, but I just felt like light and mad happy <laughs> for me. That, that was the only time I feel like edibles have given me like excitement. Otherwise it's just kind of mellow. I, I definitely agree, Sio. Actually, I had a, a moment with edibles that involved you, Babs. So I was hanging out with a couple of my teammates. We were out having a couple of drinks. And one of them just so happened to have edibles on them. And she had, uh, she had gummies. And she was like, hey, you know, I don't know how we got on, got on to the conversation about, about um, weed gummies. But she was like, hey, do you want one? I was like, yeah. I took half. Now, mind you. These were a thousand, these were a thousand grams. You just mentioned how some dispensaries can only sell a hundred, I'm sorry, a hundred milligrams. Sorry, hundred milligrams. This gummy so, was a thousand. Milligrams? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah a thousand, yeah, a thousand milligrams. That's a lot. Right. <laughs> now just keep that I'm in mind. Done. Keep that I'm in mind. So, I'm, so, so I know this. I'm like, I, I'm going to have... And it's like, a, imagine like a small lifesaver gummy. It was about that big. Yeah. So I'm like, yo, I'm going to have half of this, see how I feel. And we kept drinking, ah, 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 and I'm coming back, come get on the train back home. And I remember sitting down and thinking like, yo, I'm, I'm smack. And I'm like, wait a minute, smoke. <laughs> oh, shit, I'm smack. Like, yo, you forget you <laughs> ate that shit, right? <laughs> like, the shit, like, dead ass, the shit snuck up on me. Then, yo. Then remember, I got home, mm-hmm. and Babs, you know, you had you had your people over for a convention, and the first thing you said was like, "Hey, babe, hey, you good?" I'm like, "Yeah," like because my eyes were bloodshot red, and I had no idea. I had, Yo, I'm envisioning like, her no. saying that too. Yo, you good? Yeah, and I'm like, "Yeah," I'm like, "Why y'all grill me?" I'm like, "The fuck?" I mean, I said this, I said this on my head. But then I realized, I looked at me, I was like, oh, shit. No, <laughs> but, legit, his eyes were, like, red. Like, he came through the door, and it was obvious <laughs> right away. It wasn't, he still ate that one half, or he ate the whole thing? Like, no, it was, did he have the whole thing that, in general? I, Brenda, I shit you not, it was just that half. It was half a gummy. But you I was know like, what, Yo, honestly? put this shit away. <laughs> I'm going to put this. Honestly, away. I feel, yes. honestly, I feel that. When you do edibles and alcohol, that's why it fucks you up because both of them clash. Oh, that's right. valid. And, that, and that's exactly what happened. Out of control. I was like, oh my god, what six, seven beers deep? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's actually a good segue for the next question, which is, what is your funniest or a funny moment that you've had while you've been high? And I know that these are many. <laughs> oh, definitely many. Um, Ladies first. Damn, I have so many. I just can't even think of, like which one I want to share. Um, damn. See you. Damn, I'm thinking this. That's what I'm saying. I have so many and it's like. The thing is, is that I don't barely even have any unless I unless I have them and I don't remember them. 
<laughs> but those are the best ones to Right, right, exactly. The ones you don't remember are probably best. You know it's what? It's that short-term memory shit. Maybe because maybe I don't smoke like that. So I feel like my funniest memory is like vivid as, as it just happened yesterday. And it's also because it happened with Shorty over here, Brenda. <laughs> it was so funny. <laughs> that time when I in her apartment, I'm like... Yo, honestly, though, you know what's funny? It... <clears throat> Like, low-key, it was kind of dangerous, but, like, now talking about it, it's like, damn, that was funny, because we're good now, right? But so, good. Yes, <laughs> Anyway, so, uh, we, I think it was, like, uh, Halloween or something. Brenda came over to my apartment. We were chilling. I think we went out. Then we came back, and we were smoking. <laughs> and then we got really hungry. So we're like, yo, we should order food. But it was so late that no places were delivering. And then there's a diner that's actually open 24 hours. It's about a 10, 15 minute drive from my apartment. So I was like, yo, we should order from the diner. And she was like, yeah, yo, we should. And I was like, now we can go pick it up. And she was like, all right, yeah, you, you're right. We ordered, you know, two meals, bang, whatever. So then I'm like, all right, uh, we should go because I think the food's about to be ready. So we go to the car and I'm sitting in the driver's seat and I'm like, I'm stuck. Like, stuck. <laughs> You know when your body feels heavy? Yes. yes. Like you literally. Don't let go. <laughs> yes. And I felt it because it was funny because I felt my body heavy and my my I felt myself moving like two miles a minute. I was like, Brenda, I I can't drive. I, I can't do this. So <laughs> so Shorty's In like my head I, right now how she's telling the story. I'm like dying. I'm trying not to laugh so hard because I can like close my eyes and the way she's telling the story, I can I feel like I'm there right now. I feel like I'm there. Yo, because literally that's how it happened. And then Brenda's like, nah, I got this. I'm good. I can drive. I'm like, okay, great. So we switch. So she goes to the driver's seat and I go to the passenger seat. So whatever, we're driving, everything's good. We pull up to the to the diner. I go inside. I see myself in the mirror and my eyes are like first of all they're mad small and they're red and i'm like shit and i know that the guy that i'm picking up the food from knows i'm high because there's like no no like it's so obvious there's no way you can miss it so whatever i grab the food go back in the car and we're like yo we're mad hype you know we got our food and you know when when like the munchies hit it's like you get mad excited about food so whatever in the car bong we're about to like pull out of the parking lot whatever take a left Take a left to go on to towards the highway. I look at where we are and Brenda took a left onto oncoming traffic. But the thing is, it was empty. That's the street was empty. It was empty. There was nobody there. I will say that there was nobody there. But I was like, Brenda, Brenda, we we're on the other side. She's like, yeah, yeah, we yeah, we're good. I'm like, <laughs> are That's we my though? That's are my favorite we good? Word. Are we good? but we were good she and once the light turned green she like fixed herself and we went on the right side of the road anyway we made it home safely we ate our food it was bomb and that's my story today exactly here we are here we are we're still alive guys we're still alive we're still alive we made it Uh, but yeah that's my famous my famous line if you know me my famous line is always i got this which we always make it safe, you know what I'm saying? But don't do it, you know what I'm saying? Don't drink and drive and, you know what I'm saying? Right, don't do that. 
This was a long time. Don't do it. It was like six. This was like six years ago. This was a while back. It was like five. Yeah, it was definitely six years ago. But that. Oh my god! I was like, "Nah, girl, we got this. You good? You good? I'm an expert." Like I was like, "I'm a NASCAR driver. I swear to God, don't judge me. Don't judge me." Oh my god! Let me see what I have. Damn. Um. I mean, I don't have really funny stories. Like, I just have moments that I'm like, I catch myself like laughing, like just small little moments that I have with certain people that I smoke with. Um, it's just that sometimes I can't stop laughing. I'm just like dying. You know that time, like when you have a funny story or your funny comments or just a funny, just a funny moment, your stomach is hurting. If you have had those, you know what the fuck I'm talking about. Because... I don't feel like I'll be having an asthma attack when I'm like hot shit and I can't stop laughing. I was like, yo, where's my pump? Where's my pump? Like, I need to find it. But we, I mean, for me, those are the moments that like, I can't really pinpoint like what we were talking about, why we were laughing, but I have had those type of moments that like, once you start laughing and you cannot stop, your fucking stomach hurts. You know, that's a good ass time. Or you start tearing. Cause when I start, yes. when I when I'm laughing crazy, like laughing OD hard, I be tearing. Literally, tears just coming to my eyes. I'm like, yo, I can't stop laughing right now. This shit is funny as hell. And you want to stop so bad, you're telling your brain, like, yo, stop laughing, stop laughing, stop laughing, stop laughing. <laughs> but you just can't. You make yourself laugh even more. And I'm like, God fucking damn, when am I gonna stop laughing? That's funny. Oh, those are high moments. Are definitely something. Seal, do you have one, or or should I share? You can share. I'm still thinking out loud. I'm gonna come up with one. Okay. So, um, like Brenda, I um, I agree that for me, I have moments where <clears throat> I'm like, "Yo, that was funny," and it just actually dawned on me that two of them that kind of stick out are both with my brothers. So, for those of you, well, for both of you, just to provide some clarity, both my brothers are are over 10 years older than me. One's I think 13, the other one's almost 20. Anyway, um, I think the first time was for my oldest brother. And he, so they've all, they both live in Atlanta right now. They had come back, this was like a couple years ago. I was hanging out with my oldest brother and there's like this little dirty little park. Brenda, you might remember that's on, um, that's, on a, that's, that's in Harlem around 155th and St. Nick. And it's like, and it's on like a, a D is on like the bottom of a hill. It's that it's like on a decline. And we were like in that park smoking. And all of a sudden we see this like fat raccoon start to like walk towards us. And mind you, we're both smacked at the, at this time. And we're just in like, I, like I see it. I see oh the my God. Amal, my, my, my older, my older brother <clears throat> is like, Yo, is that a is that a raccoon? And I'm like, I think so. He's like, Yo, what the fuck? Like, how the fuck is that a raccoon? <laughs> like, and then we see there's this other like homeless GI. I mean, it's kind of sad, but it's 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 weird because he's I'm pretty sure he's homeless and he's always in army fatigues and carries around like a clipboard. And he sees the same thing. He's like, Yo, what the fuck? You know, it was it was a very odd moment. Oh shit, I just thought another one. So this was a moment we were actually, and I'll, I'm going to say this one and then I'm going to give it right back to you, CEO. So 
we're gonna um this is around the this was last year yeah it was yeah it was last year both my brothers came to came um came up from atlanta to visit to visit me i had already moved out at the time i was living in brooklyn i'm all uh my oldest brother stayed stayed over with me and we were getting ready to head back to the crib head back to uh our parents crib and he had to get uh he had to get a metro card got the metro card got changed back and he got this um this gold dollar because the automated machines give back gold dollars so he has it get on the train and he's looking at it and he's like yo is this a gold dollar and he's like yeah like i thought it get he, he was expecting like a paper dollar but he gave back a gold dollar and i was like yeah it's a special one that have sacrajui on one side and then it has someone else on the other side and there's this other obviously this other president this old white man that we have that was like from like the late you know like all those old white presidents from the very late 1700s that all kind of sort of look alike it was one of those motherfuckers and we were looking at him we're like who the fuck is it and my brother blurts out martin van buren i'm like whatever i'm like you just picked the name out of the fucking air and just like yeah it's martin van buren then we look at it and it says his name on the bottom <laughs> and we both missed it for like five minutes and we're both like cracking up because we missed the obvious so like i said like Brenda said there were like these pockets of moments it wasn't like a an adventure like you had Babs. Oh, it was a it was like these I'm little to adventures it was these little <laughs> moments that i think make the biggest difference that you know i can i'm glad that i can remember them uh years years later how do i have any stories oh come Try. on so you gotta have a couple right Babs? she's gotta have a couple i literally don't <laughs> I feel like when you you have been smoking for so long, you forget. <laughs> um, not that you forget. It's just like the all small moments, like very small moments that you're just like enjoy. I mean, you probably do forget. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But it's still, we definitely forget. You just forget. Like not that you forget, but like something can come like that can remind you if it pops up again you'd be like oh shit you know what i'm saying like that story blah 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 but like usually i have just pocket of moments that like i was saying before that just are fun moments you have with certain people that you smoke with yeah well just like there is funny moments there's some negative trips so what y'all know about that oh i have a lot of old motherfuckers um, I can start. Um, I haven't had <laughs> a negative. Like I got many stories for this. I have many stories. Um, like I have been smoking from a very young age. Um, but the only ones that I do get a bad trip, not from smoking, because I can smoke a blunt. Smoking a blunt's different type of high for me. A joint's different. Vape is different. Bong, whatever it is that I can smoke and roll, whatever. I've never had a bad trip. The bad trips are always from edibles. Every single mother. Sorry, my language, motherfucking time. Every time. Authenticity here is accepted, girl. Okay, because I I I swear a lot, but yes. Every bad trip I've had that I can say that has been negative has been with edibles. And I have tried different edibles from different people. I have tried edibles from a dispensary. Let me like go check them out just because it's this dispensary. I'm like, oh, you know, I'm not going to have a bad trip. Quality. No, 
Ah, uh, been the only bad that I can say that I can it hasn't been eaten is the lemonade. That one I always had a good a good trip, a good one. I was always laughing, but the only shit was cotton mouth. That's one thing I fucking hate cotton mouth. Oh my god, Lord Jesus. Oh my god. I forgot about the lemonade. That was actually one of my good my best highs was when I drank the pink it was I drank pink lemonade. That was the only good trip. But the edibles I can say um had a bad trip was I have many, but one of them is that it was here at my sister's house where she used to live before. Um I was like, I want to do edibles. And the bad thing about me is that I'm so when I smoke. It's an instant, like, I'm already, like, I do some puffs, I'm high, you know, whatever, I'm feeling it. With edibles, I'm like, I'm so impatient. I'm like, I don't feel this shit. This shit ain't working. I got to do more. Got to do more. I got to feel it. Okay, so I had, like, a That's brownie. That's the warning. That's the warning. Obviously, I don't know what warnings are because <laughs> clearly, I fucked up. Um, I took half of it. I wasn't feeling anything. Waited a half an hour nothing ate the other half then it turned into an hour not feeling shit i was like oh i'm gonna go smoke i'm gonna mm-hmm. smoke because i know it's gonna i'm gonna get high so i smoked i guess that clashed okay and i started like hyperventilating already my mind started going like oh i can't breathe i can't breathe start freaking out and i was like all right i think i have to pee so i went to the bathroom and I, I know exactly what the fuck I was wearing too. It was like a crop top with my overalls. I thought I was being some cute shit. That shit would probably look crazy. <laughs> I'm sitting on the toilet and I'm like, okay, Brenda, you're good. You're just high. The edible obviously hit you and you smoke. So now you're going to be stuck. Like you're going to be stuck for hours now. Like you guys just got to handle it. Clearly my body couldn't handle it. I'm in the toilet. I'm like, I'm a peeing. I literally was peeing. And I was like, just oh, throw wow. up on myself. <laughs> and after that, I took, I, Kiyoshi knows that 125th and Lexington, them crackheads are serious. If Brenda, you too, oh. you know them crackheads on 125th and Lexington, you know how they look. That's exactly how I look after I threw up. Every time I eat an edible, I look like a cracker from 125th and Lexington. <laughs> that's it. Like that's every single time. But those are my bad trips. I always get like panic attacks, anxiety. I'm like, I can't breathe. And I have to talk to myself. And after that, I haven't done any other edibles because I know that I don't want to put myself in that situation anymore. Mm-hmm. I'd rather just smoke it. If I do dabs, I'll do dabs. Yes, I'm going to cough out my lungs, but I'll be high, just high and not having panic attacks because it's not the best thing to have when you're high because you overthink. Yeah, I don't fuck with edibles either because of that. Uh, but hold on, Brenda. You should give yourself a lot more credit. I've I was actually at Two Fifth and Lex. They look a lot worse. So I'm sure you looked. I look like the ones that be leaning like this. Right. I'm like, sure you weren't leaning. You were on, like, I was on that couch like face was about to hit the ground. You know, <laughs> literally, shorty was stuck. <laughs> I was stuck like literally for two. Really for two days. I like my. I would go to sleep, wake up high. I'm like, I was serious. Oh, day, nah. I'm, I'm telling you, I was like, yo, I fucked myself up. And after that, don't no, ask me to do no edibles. Don't ask me to do none of that. I'm, I'm good. I'd rather just smoke. If, if I may ask, who did you get that edible from? Because like, Babe, you can't be exposing people out here. So I'm just saying, because 
Honestly, if you ask me, I don't remember because that's been like a couple of I'm years. Like, yo, like something could have been in that. Like, also, that bitch is not a snitch, though. Okay, no, 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 don't snitch. I'm just saying, like, yo, had you stuck, like, that was no, but it's it was every like I did, like, I did the dispensary ones that I had a back trip too. Like, all of them gave me like panic attacks. Like, I felt like I couldn't breathe. Like, so I tried different ones from different people that I knew. I got them from different people that made edibles or they knew someone that made edibles and that they trusted that person to make those edibles. Gotcha. And I still had a bad trip from them. So edible is not my thing. I feel you. I feel you. Who, got a, who else got a negative trip story? So you, you, you go? No, you, you can go. Okay. So um, <laughs> right when I, when you just asked me that, I, I thought of something actually back in college. So it was a, was it a Tuesday? It was either Tuesday or a Wednesday. <laughs> well, you remember the day of the week. I, yeah, because I was watching something specific. I think it was Wednesday. because like, I was Tuesday watching- at 3 p.m. I was. <laughs> no, okay. Y'all can't front. Y'all like have a moment where you, where you remember the day, you remember the time because you saw something, you did something. So I'm just saying, don't, don't, don't judge me. Point is no that my, my, uh, my sweet maids, I, I was in the suite. And my sweet mates, big pothead Sue, these like preppy white guys that just dripped of privilege, but whatever. Anyway, all like to smoke and they were smoking outside. So I just joined them. Now, mind you, I am the only black person in that suite. I'm surrounded by five white dudes. But anyway, they gave me the blunt. Oh, I think that night I had I had been drinking. I think I had like a for some reason I was drinking a forty. I was like looking oh, back on you were in college. So that's, that's the reason. That was the reason you were drinking. It was so stereotypical. It's it also was, cheap though. I feel like forties are mad cheap. Like when you're a, co- a struggling college student. Yeah, hello? yeah. I think yeah. And oh. I remember drinking. I remember drinking that, and then I hit the blunt, and then I was tired, so I went to go lay down, and then I similarly to you, Brenda, I woke up. And I just, I had to throw up. And I'm wondering, like, what the fuck happened? Like, because that's never, like, I think I, yeah, I'm pretty sure I had done both and never threw up. So I'm wondering why, and now mind you, at this time I was like 21, 22. So I wasn't like a kid because I, this is the school that I transferred to. But I just remember like, going up twice i'm like what the fuck is going on so i'm like yo and it was like malt liquor too so maybe that was it because like if it was a beer probably would have been fine but because it's that like i think it was might have been might have been old english honestly (laughs) so like that's why i can't i can't i can't drink i can't that honestly why i can't drink malt liquor anymore honestly i don't like that doesn't sound doesn't sound like it tastes good wasn't a good time. Wasn't a good time. Yeah, alcohol and smoking or eating edibles, you gotta pick one because that, yeah. both fresh, not the greatest. That's so funny because I don't feel that way. Really? I feel like I can. I don't feel that way. Like I feel like I can manage both. I think if you smoke, yes, but if you're doing edibles that take longer. You'd be like, I'm not feeling anything. You're gonna indulge on drinking the whole alcohol and when the both class. I, I mean, guess, for me at least. Yeah, well, that's the thing. I don't indulge normally. It's like I pace myself. I have like one beverage an hour. See, it was like I got discipline. 
<laughs> and we're like, we don't know what the fuck that is. I'm like, three, four drinks? What's that? Theo only has one, and we're like five deep. And we're like, why aren't you feeling it, Theo? Why aren't you Yo, feeling it? Dead ass. I'm like, um, hello. Um, that's normally why I'm the designated driver, okay? You really are, because you usually don't drink. But I got it, though. I got us. Okay, so you got us. You got us on the left and the right side of the road. You know what's crazy? I was uh uh I don't know what I saw. I feel like I, I always do this, but you know what, see I wouldn't be me if I didn't do this. But I saw something where it's like our generation is generation that normalizes like uh binge drinking and like just smoking like it's like it's nothing. We're like, yeah, we drinking seven, eight drinks. Who cares? Fuck it, whatever. And then we had Gen Z looking at us crazy. Oh, we good, we good. It's just a Saturday night, it's just a Saturday night. Yeah. You know. It's a typical night, you know? We're gonna keep it fun, we're gonna keep it light, though. We ain't gonna go into this whole deeper conversation. That's for another episode. Another episode. Another episode. But- Do you have any negative trips, though, Brenda? I did, I feel like I already told this one in another episode. Um, When I had that, uh, that edible, uh, it was a brownie, really cute looking brownie. Really with a, cute, good, right? It was good. It was delicious. And it had a big old Oreo cookie in the middle. And it came in this nice plastic see-through packaging. I think I remember with, that. With silver uh, backing with like little stars on it. It just looked like really innocent and appealing, right? Oh my God. And, um... Uh, I actually think it was the first time I had ever had a brownie edible. I think the other edibles I had, I had had in the past had been like small gummies or like mints. So this is the first time I had had an actual brownie. So I'm like, oh, I, I very similar to how Brenda said that like she had the the brownie, she couldn't taste this, she had more, and then she couldn't taste, she couldn't feel it, so then she had more. That's exactly what I did. So to give y'all some context, the brownie was probably the size of like a small notepad, you know, like a little, uh, like a rectangle or square, like the size of a very small notepad, no, notepad or notebook. Like a, like a post-it, right? Like the sticky notes? A little like bigger, this. a little bigger, a little like bigger this. than the sticky notes. So you see how the okay. sticky notes is here like this? I mean, nobody can see this, but it was a little bigger, about this much. Yeah, just right? imagine a post-it. Imagine. Yeah, like, like okay. a little bit bigger than a post-it. So it was a healthy size, okay? It was a healthy size. So I had a little piece, whatever. I remember I was uh, laying down across my bed watching Netflix. And I'm like, damn, I don't feel anything. I was like, all right. 20 minutes later, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to have another piece. <laughs> damn, I'm not feeling anything. So I was like, oh, fuck it. I'm just going to have the whole brownie. Yeah, I'm crying right now because oh. I can't even imagine what happened to you, sis. Sis, sis, I'm like literally like laying down like a sirena on the on the on the bed, like he a whole a sirena. Because I look cute, a whole sirena. So I was laying yes, down on my bitch. bed like a sirena. What, what, what does that mean? Uh, it's a mermaid. Oh, okay. Cool. Yep. For those of you who are non-spanish oh correct correct so yeah i was laying down on my bed like a mermaid i had just gotten out the shower and i was watching netflix i don't remember what i was watching but all of a sudden literally i feel like every time i tell this story i tell it the same way because this is literally what it felt like it felt like a wave of like an invisible fucking barrier just hit me like literally i'm laying down and literally it's like whoosh and i was like 
the ocean came and hit your hair, girl. I was laying like a sirena, so clearly the ocean of weed came over me or whatever. So anyway, like I start freaking the fuck out because literally I felt like it hit me and my my whole body. I started to feel nauseous. I started to feel paranoid, focusing on my breathing. And then I went in the shower again because I started to, you know, me being the 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 practical person that I am like I google everything so I was like how to get yourself to stop being high <laughs> yo that, that'll, that'll I know the it. answer to that the only thing that works how to stop being high <laughs> you just have to talk to yourself honestly to me what worked what I tried was talking to myself girl you're gonna be fine you just high as shit go to sleep I took another cold shower. I think I went outside for a walk. I tried to eat cookies, like regular cookies, and none of it worked. I literally just had to sit there and talk to myself about how I was never, ever, ever going to have another edible. <laughs> it does I almost it. cried. It like, I was, it was bad. Can I mention something real quick, perhaps? Yeah. It's funny you mentioned that about taking a cold shower because there was, there was one instance where I was in school and my, so one of my, now we're talking about weed. My my ex roommate mm-hmm. was a dealer, mm-hmm. and there we go. Oh damn! They about to go look for him, babe. Damn mm-hmm. you, Stuchin! No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, I mean, nah, nah. He actually he's like Ooh, you tell now. He's not even. Ooh, you tell it. Nah, nah. He's not even like he's not even about that life. He was like the typical like hustler dude that just wanted to make money, and now he's making money flipping sneakers. Oh, smart. Like like, but like legitimately. But anyway, that's not the point. The point is. I come, I come back in the room. I'm on my like two hour break or whatever. I got class at like two. I come in at noon, and he hands me the bun. I'm like, yeah, sure, fuck it, you know. I'm chilling, and then all of a sudden I realize that it's like one thirty. I'm like, oh shit, and I realize, and he's like, yeah, just yo, just take a pretty cold shower and you'll be fine. And I did, and I was like, okay, I didn't feel, I didn't, I didn't feel honestly, I didn't feel high. I felt relaxed. But I didn't necessarily feel high that, you know, if I'm going to history, I'm not, my eyes aren't bloodshot red. I'm not like, yo, teeth, good. Like, I'm, I'm in the moment. And you were going to say something too, Sia, about like, what's the only thing that can stop it? Oh, yeah. So um, the only thing that can really cut it is CBD. Oil. Oh, I feel like you've told me this before. I definitely feel so like CBD, THC is a psychoactive component in the cannabis plant. And then you have CBD, which is cannabidiol, I believe. It's a cannabinoid that is medicinal, essentially, and it brings you down from whatever you're feeling. Okay, teacher CEO, or future doctor. I'm about to pass that on. You got you do edibles, you have panic attacks, anything, do CBD. CBD, nobody really knows that. And, and I talk to people too, and they're like telling me about their negative trips and shit. And I'm like, yo, people have tried milk, they've tried cold showers, they've tried every like they've tried different things. And I'm like, CBD oil, just try CBD oil, CBD oil. And it's also Look at Dr. Work, Sebi so. over here, aka CEO. Thank you, CEO. Shout out to you. I got you. Um, I don't think I've had a negative trip, I guess. I can't really. It was more like, oh no, it was weird. So do, do you guys know what Fonto is? Yes. Like the uh, like grabber? So yeah. Fonto is the leaf, right? Like the yeah, the leaf. Yeah, right. yeah, the leaf. 
Okay. So people put that in their cannabis, in their joints or whatever, right? Right. So I was smoking with a group of people and the person I was smoking with and my family and they smoke with Fonso. So I had some of that and all of a sudden I was fine like the, the night, like leading up until very this point. It was like something came over me. It was weird. I don't know what I don't really know what happened. I think it was the Fonto. And I don't normally like it. It gives me like I don't know, it just doesn't I don't like it. But nonetheless, when I'm with them, they put less, quote unquote. So I'm like, I can manage. So this day, um, <laughs> This day we were outside. It was like a barbecue. It wasn't like a barbecue. It was literally like a club style, but in the backyard. So think of like high tables with your champagne glasses, like VIP and then the tent and the DJ was there, it was lit. And <clears throat> so it was a loud ambiance, a lot of movement. I'm, I'm not sure if that really had a piece to play in like how I felt, but all I remember was feeling like okay I don't feel right I need to go to the bathroom to I need to just like just go in the bathroom and maybe like gather myself you know like if I can just have a moment and feel what I'm feeling in like a safe space with no one around me then I'll be all right so I go downstairs and I'm like all right where's the bathroom and mind you I'm like at a point like I'm rushing almost because I'm like about to feel what I'm feeling and I'm trying to hold it back in a way it was the it was crazy and I'm asking the guy, I'm like, where's the bathroom? He's like, well, that bathroom is closed. And literally was the bathroom right behind me. He's like, you're gonna have to go all the way around. I don't know, once he said that, something like came over me and like my body just like gave out. Like, like I just, it was the weirdest experience ever. I can't really explain it. It was like, I lost almost like the ability to see clearly. And like, I was leaning against, it was like, I had no control over my body. Like it was just dead weight almost. And I was like leaning against the table and my, my family's family was like, yo, like she needs help, like sit her down. And so it was weird because I'm not y'all, I mean, y'all know that I'm always in control of where I'm at and like, I'm the responsible, you know, seeing as oh my God, sales responsible, blah, blah, blah. Right. So it was weird for me and I was taken back. I was like, this, I'm not fucking with this shit no more. Um, and I sat down and I could hear everybody speaking, but it was like, I couldn't gather my vision to, I couldn't gather my vision. And it was short lived. It was very short. It was like less than five minutes. And they sat me down. They got me a bottle of water. I drank the water. I was fine. Hmm. Damn, I wonder. I wonder what caused it. It sounds like it doesn't sound like weed, to be honest with you. I thought it might have been like I was dehydrated. Uh, I can have that it too. Aggravated it. Yeah. Smoking aggravated it, and by that point, it was like because I mean that's never happened to me unless there was something in it. But everybody was not everybody, but my family was smoking the same shit, so they would have had similar reactions, you know, if they had some extra stuff in it, but. It was safe. It was like family, family cannabis. Part of me thinks it could have been the Fonto, but I mean, dehydration can do that to you where like, 
you your body just kind of shuts down and yeah. smoking can- maybe you weren't used to having tobacco with weed because a lot of people mm-hmm. do do that and like if you're not used to that like to me it gives you it gives me a headache like yeah, yeah. tobacco because yeah like you, you said people out. like sprinkle it there or some people put like a big piece of like fonto in the middle roll it a joint i'm like uh no like what are you doing yeah. right now they call it like it's- a sniff or whatever it makes it last longer or like, you know, it cuts it, I guess. I I think that it was a little bit of everything, but I was, it, that's never happened to me again. And, um, as soon as I drank the water, it was like done. Like I was, I was good. And then I drove back. I was in New York. I drove back to Connecticut. Damn. That just sounds scary though. Like I was about to ask him, like, did you feel like your soul left your body? Not the soul. I didn't. It was not like some next level spiritual shit. No. No, because that, I have uh, um, whatever my brother. Um, he it happened to him. Like he what he what he told me though, because obviously I didn't experience it. But he, the same thing that you were saying happened to him. Whatever is my brother, so he's alright. Um, he did dabs and he never had done dabs before, and he literally fainted not knocked himself over hit a wall made a hole in the wall and he said that he saw him his soul up here and looking at his body on the ground oh wow and then he came back and i'm like uh maybe we shouldn't be doing this shit maybe we shouldn't be doing dabs <laughs> and that's why he did this, the same um symptoms you had like all those feelings you were like leaning over like something was coming over your body i'm like did your soul leave because that's what my brother felt so I don't know, you know what I'm saying? I don't know, but that's What's his your brother, experience. Your brother experienced astral projection. That's something different. Yeah. Yes. That, and he that, said that's, that he, some, that's some different. That's yeah. That's that's he picked that's him up. And this is what I was with my ex-boyfriend. Um he introduced us to dabs and then we started dabbing. And then like he fell and I'm like started freak. I was high. And you know when you freak out and you're high, your highness goes like that. You go into like, what the fuck do I do? I need to take this kid to the hospital. What happened? They gave him water and he, we sat him on the couch and he said that he looked at the TV and it was like that black circle with the white and that's just spinning around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was like, oh no, we're not doing this shit no more. But yeah, I still did that. scary. <laughs> to me, it sounds scary, but like I have done dubs and I've been fine. But that experience was just, I don't know. It was that that's something weird, but that's why I just needed to ask. I'm like, can your soul leave your body too? Tell me your I got excited. I'm so sorry, but I got excited. There's a there was a show that that like this is a super like sidestep, but there's a show that I watched on Netflix, I believe, that was fucking amazing, and it was actually af- a- about astral projection. So, oh really? The name? I forgot what the name was called. I forgot what the name was called. I forgot. Try to find it so we can see it. Yeah, yeah I'm gonna. I'll, I'll send that. it to y'all. I'll send it to y'all. But it was it was fucking dope. It was the um the movies Insidious, the scary movies, the horror movies. I know you don't watch horror movies, but I don't. I don't. Um, Insidious is about like it's there is a component of it of of like astral projection and the kid he astral projects and he sees his body and he's like caught between like this middle part and it's like where the devil is and all this stuff, you know. Yeah, that's horror movie shit. What's, what's the thing called when you're like sleep apnea? Is that it? No, it's not sleep apnea. Uh, me. What is it called? Stop breathing when you're sleeping. Oh my god, see, I used the. Oh, are you talking time. about? Are you- <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, not the sleep. Oh my god. 
Yeah. Oh. Wait, are you talking about when you have like uh when you're when you wake up when you when you're in REM and and, and it's like you can't move? Yeah, you feel what like is somebody's that? on top of you. Yeah, yeah, what is that called? Sleep paralysis. Oh, sleep paralysis. Yeah. Yo, look, I'm like sleep apnea. Oh sleep my apnea. god. Yeah. I did not go to school, guys. Clearly. Nah, that's like you can almost oh like, it's almost like choking yourself in oh, sleep because that was funny. Can't breathe. breathe yeah. yeah can't breathe. That shit was funny. No, I know that. That's why I'm like, wait, did I say the wrong term? See? <laughs> Ugh. Oh my God, Lord Jesus. But yeah, that is something. Is it something like that though? Because that's kind of scary. I mean, I know it's not off. It's off topic, but that 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 shit is scary. <laughs> that is scary. So when you feel like somewhat a- like you're screaming. Yeah, I've had that happen to me before. So that that there's actually a scientific explanation for that. At first, I was freaking the fuck out because I thought like there was a ghost trying to take over my body because that's happened to me multiple times. But of course, Brenda's looking for the scientific reason. She needs to know what the research says. Honestly, I don't know if that's like a I don't want to say a zodiac thing, but kids, that's me though. Anything I feel, anything I'm feeling, or whatever. Oh, Google. Yep. Google. Yep. Google. Yep. I'm like, damn, I'm dying. Right, but no, yeah, no, the, the, that's really because you technically are, are waking up in the middle of REM. Of, you're waking up in the middle of your deepest sleep. So some of the things that you were dreaming about can like, you you can see them. And because you can't technically move because your body hasn't uh, caught up with your mind yet. That's why you mm-hmm. can't move and you can't talk and you feel like you can't scream if something happens. So it's a really scary thing, but that's the reason why it happens. Yeah, that okay. that is scary okay. to like be dreaming but you know you're awake mm-hmm. not to get like too deep into this but like damn yeah yeah all right yeah, so yeah. Sleep apnea. <laughs> not the sleep apnea not sleep apnea <laughs> that's not funny sleep apnea is very serious but it is serious but it's just my it's hilarious in, in the context <laughs> of you know this what I'm they were right there context is important context is very important all right so that actually brings me to our next question so we kind of talked about some of like uh the experiences but now we're going to move on to kind of talking about like uh, negative stigmas um specifically in relation to family so does your family know that you smoke and how does your family view weed so okay so I, I guess I guess I'll start this off. So, as I mentioned, both my brothers know, and we imbibe together. My dad does know because of something. I don't need to get too much into it, but it was my mom ended up going to the hospital, and I was using me to calm, calm myself down. And I gave it to my dad, hoping he wouldn't free, hoping he wouldn't be like, "Yo, what the fuck?" He was like, "All right, like, yo, I did this shit in college, but whatever." Mm-hmm. Um, so that was kind of like a, a, a bit of a bonding moment, but my mom doesn't know, even though she does. Um, but, I, but it's also kind of to, in a way, because I'm the youngest to kind of preserve maybe what they think of me, maybe they don't care, who knows, but, um, I mean, it is, it is what it is. I think I'm sure they deep down, I'm sure that they know number one and number two, I think the negative stigma of smoking weed and being un, like being unproductive, I think for the most part, I know I'm challenging that because I have a job. I'm living with my girlfriend. Like I'm relatively successful. I'm not like a fuck up. Like my brother, the same thing. 
and a functional adult. Yeah, yeah, I'm a functional adult. I have responsibilities. I take care of those responsibilities, but I use I use weed to unwind. I use it to kind of wind down for the day just to chill out because life can be trustful. Life can be busy. I, you know, work and then I play a sport, you know, and, you know, even sometimes, even this up, some of the parties that we go to, we went to three parties in one day. So weed is just as a way to calm myself down. I know I'm getting off topic, but it's, they know, but they don't know, but I'm showing how I can use it, not just to, you know, because I want to, but because I'm using it for a specific purpose. Mm. Sorry, that was so long winded. Not long, you're telling your side and how you, exactly. how you we all have different stories. Um, exactly. So me, um, like I said, I started using weed at a very young age, which I'm gonna say is 15 years old, now I'm 30. So I've been doing it for quite some time now um in the beginning obviously my parents were not okay with it you know you know how that negative stigma is you do weed that's a getaway drug to doing cocaine to doing heroin to doing these other things and it always has that negative thing yes my parents are latinos and you know latino parents are like um (laughs) they obviously weren't okay with it because i did start at a very young age i was in basically starting high school, you know, they were like, what they saw was like, oh, she's a drug addict. She's going to, you know, leave school. She's not going to do what she needs to do. She's not going to graduate. So it was like a lot of negative stuff. Like Yoshi was saying, like, you know, he has a good job. He lives with his girl, with Brenda and stuff like that. So it's it's always a positive, but a lot of people see, just see the negative. So never see a positive, but now that I'm older, my parents are okay with me smoking. Um, they know that, like I said, I have my own apartment. I moved from their house to New York City. Um, I'm doing good. I have a good job. So I feel like they don't care. And they don't care that I'm smoking. They just care that, hey, don't smoke and go to work and, like, lose your job because you're doing this. Like, yeah, enjoy it. Do it whenever, you know, you feel like you need to do it to distress, to, you know, do it when you have, you know, you do it with your friends and have fun. Now, they're okay with it. Like, I mean, I talk about it and they see me high. They're like, oh, you went to go smoke. I'm like, yep. <laughs> yeah. Good. You already know. Yeah. You already know. You're, you're, go. you're not cool at this point. Yeah. They, they know when I'm putting on my shoes when I'm home, I'm putting on my shoes, going to my brother's car. They already know what's happening. They don't got to question it. They're like, you hungry? You know it. So, like, they, 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 <laughs> know it. they got the setup for you. So, because I yes. feel like, especially with Latinos, I feel like they come from a different, their mm-hmm. parents were obviously very different. And they were mm-hmm. like, yo, you do drugs, you're bad. They're bad. So now life is over. That. Like, yeah. That's it. Your life is over. You're a drug addict. You're going to be on 125th in Lexington. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just, I don't know. I feel like we have, I feel like we have, my family, especially with my family, we have grown to, yeah, we do these type of things. No, we're not going to do crack. We're not going to do coke. We're not doing heroin. We still, regardless if we smoke, we get shit done. Mm. And that's how a lot of people need to stop putting, I feel like they need to stop putting that stigma on, like just smoking weed. Oh yeah, they're not going to go to work because of this. Yes, there are examples like that, but not everybody is doing that. Yeah, that's, that's just not everybody's it. experience. Yeah, exactly. Factual. 
Well, um, do we want to share our experiences? I mean, the next question is kind of more exciting. It's up to you. I mean, my my I can just say like um my family, my mom knows that like I've dibbled and dabbled, but actually she listens to the podcast. So hey mom. But um no, but but I think that her mind has also she has a complicated relationship with with substances just in general i'm not going to get into that but um not her but like just in terms of her life so i think that she also understands that that weed is not that bad right and i think that there's a lot of positives to weed and that it's just been it's been painted like a negative drug, right? I feel like this whole gateway drug thing came from Dare. Do y'all remember Dare? Yeah. When they oh were like, God, when they used to come to school, if, they yeah. were like, oh they God. were like, don't do drugs and all this. Instead of like teaching people like the, the uh, approaching drugs in a very uh, uh, pragmatic and and an educational way, they try to put fear in kids, right? And we've like Tylenol is a drug, and they don't talk about it. Exactly. Like, so, like this is your brain on drugs and like with the egg and yeah, like, I'm like, yeah. I'm like, what? But I think that that all comes from like the war on drugs. But mm-hmm. anyway, so I, I think that she she kind of adopted that mentality. But I think that over time, she's kind of understood, you know, I think that as long as 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 you're functioning the way that you need to function, you know, and that you're not allowing it to take over your life, then I think, you know, you're Gucci. It, I think it's with anything, though. It's not just weed. Like, literally, it could be with fucking TV, with, I don't know, with chocolate. Like, any anything can be um, over an overindulgence and can, can affect you in some sort of negative way. So, mm-hmm. but, yeah, but I, I think that, that she's, I wouldn't say she's cool with it, but I also know that she, she respects um, our choices as adults. As long as we're happy and we're, you know, fulfilling our ourselves and in in a way some, somewhat productive, then you know she doesn't really care. Yeah, my family doesn't know, but I don't think that they would care. <laughs> my, I mean, frankly, my whole family smokes. My cousins, my age group, they smoke. And I've had opportunities to tell my mom, and I just chicken out every time. So. <laughs> She's an adult, so it's like, you know, do you have to tell your mother? Probably not. She gets in the car one day, and I don't know if she's ever going to get a chance to listen to this, but I guess we'll deal with that at a later time. (laughs) She's like, she gets in the car, and she's like, it smells like weed in here. And I was like... (laughs) I remember those moments. I was like... I didn't say like I don't even think I said anything, but if I did say anything, it was like okay. And she was like, "Do you smoke weed?" (laughs) And it was like crickets. I didn't even answer. (laughs) So she knows. (laughs) Knows you just haven't confirmed. Speak of. I just changed the topic. Awkward. Why make it so awkward though? I want to normalize it, but it's just like I feel like it's just gonna come with like other shit that I don't want to deal I didn't want to deal with at that time so like it it really means like okay now having a conversation with my mom about cannabis and like I'm pretty sure that day I wasn't really feeling to have like that much energy exerted out of me 
I feel that. That's totally so valid. It's kind of conditional. And I haven't really brought it up, but she's, it's like one of those things where you don't talk about it, but you know, is it happening, right? So, yep. for example, one time, right, I gave her, she experiences a lot of pain. And so I was like, have you ever tried using cannabis? Blah, blah, blah. So I got her a pre roll, you know, from a trusted source and I gave it to her <clears throat> and she smoked it and it was fine. But she doesn't like it because she said it makes her feel a little paranoid. So she doesn't do it, you know? So I try to give her other ways, like having like capsules to see if that helps her like at night. But she doesn't want to be too much in, of a, in a deep sleep. So we have had conversations about it, but it's just like, you know, it just never got, I just never got around to that. But on to some more exciting things. Mm -hmm. So we talked a little bit about different ways that we could use cannabis, right? And one of the ways is, or potentially, if it's, this is interest, if this is of your interest, to use it in sexual activities with your partner. So the question is, have either of you or any of us ever use cannabis to enhance sexual activities with a partner? <laughs> Crickets. I was going to say, <laughs> the cricket sound. Not the ladies first. He's trying to use the, the patriarchy against us, babe. That's, that's, that's what I'm, I'm saying. I'm telling y'all, you know, um, I don't think, I haven't been like, oh, you know, I'm going to smoke to enhance my, you know, my sexual activities or whatever <laughs> but I'm always like you know it happens if it happens it happens you know what I'm saying and I think I have done it I must say this I have done it while being high on the lemonades which it was definitely enhanced just because the feeling is totally different like I don't know when you the touch is just more enhanced than you, yeah I'm like oh I like this and so I have done it I have used it um definitely um I can definitely say I would do it again if I if if it was that type if it was a lemonade but not no edible like don't give me like no brownie because I could have got I probably like I'll probably like you know I'm gonna say I'll probably be on top and I just throw up on him that's so disgusting <laughs> Oh my like that would be such a turn off. So I'm like, no. But yeah, yes, that, I would that, yeah, that would that would exactly you'd probably like be like, we're over. Like, no, we're not doing that. But yes, I have used it sexually and I feel like it does if it's it to me, I'm saying when I'm high, it's not really like enhanced to me. But that I can say when I did it under the lemonade, definitely. Okay. And I would definitely use it again. Anybody else? That, that's what's up, though. That's what's up, though. I feel like... <laughs> that's what's up, though. Yo, people are going to be like, well, who is this disgusting bitch? But yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, yo, Brenda, let me know. DM me. No, oh, no. girl. You got to be you gotta be comfortable with your sexuality. Oh, no, I am, but I'm just saying, like, the throwing up and shit. Oh, no, yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that's, that's not... That's <laughs> that, really, I'm yeah. like, oh. I mean, yeah, we, we, don't, we don't want that. Some happen. people are into that, though. Uh, not me. That, no, that, that's not a kink I'm willing to. I mean, that's something else, but... You're yeah. right. You'll find yeah. some people into that. Yeah, but moving on. Um, what I was gonna say is that I feel like with me, it allows me to be more creative. 
it allows me to just try new things without getting without giving away my se- some secrets <laughs> my secrets my secrets it just allows me to be more creative allows me to take my time allows me to appreciate the human form and this um, you said this is while you smoke like you smoking it this would be like you know hit, hit the blunt a couple times and then you know if the mood is right you know i just I try to, it, allows, like I said, it allows me to be more creative <laughs> allows, yes. And clearly some people like it. Okay. So pretty much what you're saying is Babs is over there smiling because she know what the secrets are. Put us on, baby. You know, man, that's that's just for the side combos. Oh, okay. Okay. Send me a message later. Or oh, I got you, girl. I got you. Wow. <laughs> I'm kidding. Snapchat, Snapchat. Don't worry, Snapchat. <laughs> What about you, Theo? No. I have not. You know what I really do want to use, though, is the, um, there's THC-infused lubricant. Ooh, that sounds interesting. Yes. Hold up. What? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, what? Excuse me. I said, yes. I said, yeah. Okay. Can you get it at Amazon? <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't trust Amazon, Amazon on that shit. I wouldn't trust that shelf life, okay? Yeah, you need to probably go to like a specific shop that like could specialize in THC lubricant, not just not Amazon. Like Amazon could I know Bezos could fuck it up. Bezos could fuck it up. Oh my god. Those lights like- in your room are mad dope. Is it is that blue? Oh yeah, look at this. Yeah, I'm about to show y'all something. Oh, no. That is so cool. Oh, wow. Wow. Okay. Wow. A party. A little party vibes. Oh, my God. I love First that. of all, this is it. This, you know where this is? This is my bathroom. <laughs> this is my bathroom. <laughs> oh, this is your bathroom? It's your bathroom. That's my bathroom. Wait, did yeah. you do that purposely so that when you get high, like, you can, like, legit, like, trip out in there? Uh, it's more sexually than smoking in here. Oh, gotcha, 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 gotcha. Understood, understood. Yeah. Valid, valid. Sexual vibes. Sexual vibes. Definitely sexual vibes. So, anybody else got any more uh, stories or se- secrets? I mean, you didn't any more secrets? Yeah, you didn't mention how, how it affects you. Um, I mean, it's cool. It's cool. Whatever. I feel like I feel like uh, uh <laughs> I feel like uh, weed is not like I said. Like I I indulge in weed every once in a while, but I feel like it's not like something that i would say oh i i want to use it in order to enhance my sexual pleasure i think for me it just i don't know it doesn't doesn't really do much for me it just makes me very quiet which is kind of boring right i guess it depends on you ask <laughs> so, so anyway that actually brings us to the end of this segment and brings us to our Women Crush Wednesday. Uh, our Women Crush Wednesday this week is Jasmine Camacho Quinn. She is the second Puerto Rican to win an Olympic gold medal. She is 24 years old, young, love to see it. Originally from South Carolina, 
Her mom was born in Puerto Rico, and apparently that was the reason she qualified to represent and run for Puerto Rico. Both her parents were track stars, and clearly they passed on that similar talent to their daughter. There was a lot of controversy on her win and representation of Puerto Rico, but we support her and her representation of the island. And after all, who are we to judge uh, what makes someone Puerto Rican? Um, you know, I, I think that a lot of times people try to gatekeep but you know what shout out to her and uh, her accomplishments and wrapping pr uh yeah. in the olympics yeah that's what i'm talking about i saw the um did you see the video no i didn't run? nope mm -mm. i'm gonna look it up after this y'all should watch it it's impressive it's like send me the link no i'll, send, I'll find it Honestly, I'm impressed with anybody that can run because running that shit fucks you up, man. That is like, I for me personally, you know, I'm also a big girl, so it's like it's like for me running is like a full body experience, and then you know, so it's like, you know, I I'm impressed. A full body experience. It's a full body experience. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, so anyway, y'all, that pretty much wraps everything up. Um, Thank you, Brenda and Yosh, for coming on. Is there anything else y'all want to say to the peoples before we, we close this episode out? <laughs> All right, Brenda, you think about that. I know I don't want yeah, to Yeah, I had something, but I messed up. All right. Um, like I said, I'm Yosh. You can follow me at It's Yosh on Instagram, at It's Kiyoshi on Twitter. I also, if you don't mind, uh, I also have a, a podcast. Shout out to my co-hosts. Um, I'm going to share that on my social media. Uh, obviously, Josh Lean, whatever. Um, yeah, what's up? And thanks for having me on. I appreciate y'all. I appreciate the work that you guys have been doing. And, you know, it's lit. It is lit. But um, I just want to say thank you for having me. And, yeah. Hopefully I can jump on a different topic and we can talk about other different things. Definitely. Yes. Yes. Glad to have you back. And me and CL have been working. So really if you want to talk about anything specific, actually, just let us I know. know. I see you. We're working on those topics. Yeah, we have a lot coming up over the next couple of months. So, uh, you know, more to come once we solidify it. But we do have a lot coming up over the next couple of months. So. But anyway, y'all, as always, thank you for joining us for another episode of Fiddle Y Podcast. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Fiddle Y with two Y's podcast and like and rate us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Anywho, y'all, have a good night. Bye. Diaz out. Bye. Bye.